0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Squiggly Criz Podcast. I'm Helen, one of your hosts, and this episode is part of a special series that Sarah and I have created to bring to life some of the ideas and insights in our new book, You Coach You. In this series of six episodes, all out in January, we'll be talking to some experts to get their thoughts on how we can all help ourselves through some of the naughtier moments in a squiggly career. And that could be coping with a challenging relationship at work. It could be finding more meaning and connecting to your purpose. It could be help me progress. I feel a bit stuck. Help me to progress in my job. They have got insights and expert advice just for us. So each of these episodes relates to a specific chapter in You Coach You, Today, the focus is on our relationships chapter and very specifically how you can build a good relationship with your manager. So you're going to hear me talking to our expert Thomas Erickson, who is the author of Surrounded by Idiots and Surrounded by Bad Bosses. I hope you're not surrounded by bad bosses, but we probably all have experienced bosses that or managers that maybe didn't always feel like the easiest relationship at work. Today we're going to talk about that a little bit more and work out what we can do to respond to it. So in the conversation we'll explore how you can understand what might be driving your manager's behavior and when and how to adapt your approach to work effectively with them. So I hope you find this conversation as insightful and interesting as I did. Here we go.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
0: in our conversation I wanted to focus on I think one of the most important relationships at work or the one that can really work for you or can also work against you and that is the relationship with your manager or your boss as you refer to it in your book and my first question I was wondering whether it was binary whether you have good bosses and bad bosses or whether everybody could be a bad boss to somebody
1: everybody is an idiot in someone's story (laughs) that is kind of the case we can do our best and we can try to adapt our behavior and leadership skills and you know all these things that we try to do as when we manage people but some people don't like to be managed what's natural for me let's say maybe you would like to be led in one way and i only lead you in another way but another staff member will love my way of doing things it's all about adaption. It's all about finding your way to lead this person and that person. There's so many leadership books, management books written, and they all say, do it like this. And the problem is that's never really true because people are different. And if you don't consider different behavioral types, let's say, within you as a boss and within the individuals that you lead, you're going to mess things up. That's just the way it is. Actually, that's why I wrote my book the way I did, by dividing it, doing this kind of uh, matrix way of looking at things. If you have a red boss and a red employee, that's one thing. If you have a green boss and a green employee, that's a whole different story. And we need to kind of understand the difficulties. Leading is tricky. It's really, really difficult. If you have a red boss who is a dominant one, She or he is uh, very pointing with the full hand. You know, we have to do this, we have to do that, you know. They're very fast forward, very decisive, bam, bam, bam. You know, everything is, we're in a hurry, hurry, hurry. We're not in a hurry, but we could speed things up a little bit now, couldn't we? Let's do this now, you know, pedal to the bell, let's do this, you know. Very result-oriented and, you know, some people might perceive them a little bit aggressive because they stare straight into your eyes like this and say... I see what you're not doing over there. Speed things up, buddy. You know, we all met those bosses and they are really good at creating results. And people who don't take it personally, they adapt really well to these people. These are the ones who, if you ask what do you think about my new project here, they will tell you. You will get it straightforward, right on your face. I don't like it. I think it's bad shape up buddy or you're out. you know you're gonna hear that and that could be really really harsh but it's working because they are honest sometimes too honest the yellow factor that's another extroverted uh, profile but the people oriented or relation oriented let's say They are also very driven and fast forward, but they are smiling all the time and they are are happy, you know, and they see possibilities. And these are the creative ones. They come into a meeting and say, I have been thinking about this for a very long time. And then they start talking and you hear they are looking for the right words because they just open the lid in the front and out comes anything. But it sounds interesting and fascinating. These are the visionary leaders. You will follow them through, you know, fire and water and everything because Everything they say comes out as completely genius, you know, and they are poor listeners. They won't hear what you say because they have so many things to say for themselves. So some people feel inspired by these managers, bosses, and sometimes not seen because they're very good at making you feel good in the short run, but in the long run, they might forget your name. And then you have, of course, on the introverted side, if you go to the more calmer people you have bosses who are green introverted and relation-oriented as the yellow ones they are caring and sharing and low-key in all that they do they don't like changes and they are conflict overt which means if you raise your voice to your manager he or she might actually back away even though he has the power over you you can easily solve bully a green boss because they don't like race choices. They don't like conflicts because it's bad behavior. So that means also they won't give negative feedback to people. They are very friendly, very kind, extremely helpful. All of these, they will remember your birthday and your husband's birthday and your cat's birthday and so on and so forth. So you will get flowers, you know, nine times per year, but they won't tell you what you have to do differently because that can create a conflict. So that's kind of a conundrum there on the leadership perspective. And the last color is the blue ones. They are introverted and task oriented. These are the then you get an engineer or an IT technician or some neurosurgeon or tax sheriff or something like that. detail-oriented, very factual, very precise, very A, B, C, D, E. We have to follow the manual. So there you will have a really trustworthy manager who is very squarish in his or her thinking. They will stay in the box. They are exactly like the yellows, only quite the opposite. Think outside the box. Why, will the blue one say? And the yellow will say, think outside the box. There is a box. How do I get in the box, you know? So that's kind of a different perspective. People kind of like the blue ones, because you can trust them. If they say, I will deliver on Monday, they will. They will give you an answer for your request for a raise or something, but they won't see you as an individual because you are an asset, because they are not (music) relation-oriented. Now, of course, you can combine the colors common combinations are extroverted meaning red and yellow they can also be uh, introverted meaning green and blue you can of course have a relation-oriented boss common combination is green and yellow it's all uh, fun and and you're gonna eat cinnamon buns every wednesday and everything is fantastic or they might forget about the deadlines and so on and (laughs) then you have also the task oriented combinations meaning you have a blue and a red boss kind of in a combination, which is also tricky because the red one is the accelerator, let's say, and the blue one is the brakes. And if you push all the pedals at the same time, it's going to be strange. You're going to notice that as, as an employee because hurry up, but make sure you get all the details with you. You know, you have to do it 100% perfect, but you have to be ready before everybody else, which is it's kind of impossible. They can raise impossible demands on their staff. So that's the basic. If you have a red boss, let's say, he or she, they're not interested in listening to you unless you have a really, really, let's say, important message to them. If you have some random things to say when you pass it, or hey, you know what, by the way, I picked up this and that, they don't want to hear this. What you tell them is one, two, three and leave the room, you know. They sit there and nod, you know, and smile because they have learned how to do that, but they don't want to do it. They think you're annoying and slow and you take up the time. So if you have something to say, say it and leave. And you say know it. when your yellow manager is saying, wow, I had this brilliant idea, we're going to do this, we're going to change everything. You can say, yeah, well, I'll, see, I'll believe it when I see it, you know, because it's going to pop up another idea within a week or two. And, and who knows? Who knows? It's just the way it is and so on. You have to be of course self-aware when you react negatively to what your boss is doing or saying, then it doesn't have to be about him or her, it could be about you. If you are green and you have a red boss, you will seriously believe they hate you because they will never ask you how you are and they will always complain about your behaviors and your performance and so on because that is what they do. They don't care about you, they care about your performance. It's always going to clash when you bring in the red people. They don't care because they don't care about conflicts. That's just another way of communicating. The higher up in the hierarchy you go, the more red behavior you will see because they have sharper elbows than everybody else, and they are competitive. So they will run for the top, but they will run for the corner office the quickest. That is not the same thing as saying they are more competent. That's a whole different yeah. story. But you can-
0: So, Thomas, if someone is listening to this now and they are having a real challenge with their manager, they're finding it really hard, and they've hopefully taken lots of insights away from this conversation, is there one piece of advice that you would give that person listening now who's thinking, what do I do next?
1: What do I do next? Well, I hope I haven't scared anyone away, but the best advice I ever got is the same advice I use now. Pick your boss carefully. That sounds like a strange. It's like saying... Pick your parents. No, it isn't. You can't change your boss. You can't change your manager. You can't change your mother or your father. But the thing is, regardless of the position you're in, how fascinating it is, how how self-developing your tasks are, the assignment and who you are, if you end up with a really bad manager, nothing can help you. Yes, this is unfair. I totally realize it. But you can't do anything about them. You can never change them. You can't even change yourself. So don't think you can change them. That's just impossible. I was looking for one specific position many, many years ago. The CEO was there, and the HR, the head of the HR department was there. Two men. Twice my age. And the CEO said, well, here we listen to the staff and we have this strong uh, organizational values. And it's very important in our corporation. We do this and we we trust our people. And every time the head of the HR department opened his mouth, the CEO just shooshed him. No, no, I'm talking now. They offered me the position. I said, no, thank you. And I actually told him, which I maybe shouldn't have done, it's how you treated your closest uh, staff member there. He is the one on the, in the top management team, and you shoot him all the time. That's rude. Don't talk to me. Don't give me the corporate values. When you behave like that, That's just something on a piece of paper. You don't live by it. So I don't trust you. You have to compare what they say with what they are doing. That is the key. That takes time, and you have to observe. You have to be there and observe what is actually happening here. Sometimes you're better off somewhere else, it's actually true.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on relationships and very specifically on those bad bosses and how we can respond and adapt to them when we might need to and when we might not as well. Do let us know your feedback on this episode. Very interested to hear. You can just email us. We're Helen and Sarah at squigglycareers.com. And next in our special series, you're going to hear Sarah talking to Adam Morgan about how to overcome career constraints. And you coach you is out now. Hooray. We've been waiting for it for a while. We're very happy that it's out now. And so, whether you're interested in developing in a new direction or maybe building your resilience reserves, we've written our book to help. It's really, really practical. There's loads of things for you to fill in. It's helping you to coach yourself. So, we want you to use it and scribble in it. There are over 50 ideas for action, 100 coach yourself questions, so many different tools to try out. You know, use them on yourself, maybe try them out with other people as well. It's how we all kind of make careers better for everybody and we do really appreciate you supporting and sharing our work so email us with your feedback oh and tag us in your photos when your book arrives i love to see like people with their book and you can tag us on linkedin helen tupper and sarah ellis or on instagram at amazing if wherever you are we would love to see it by doing this it's, it gives us a bit of excitement because the book kind of goes out and you don't know how people kind of receive it so it makes it really real and tangible for us and it also helps other people to see the book and so you're also helping us to help other people with their squid your careers. But thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back with you very soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince.